0: Hi there, this is James Eek and you are listening to the Warrior's Way podcast episode 94 and I hope you're doing well. As I'm recording this, we are all in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic and I hope you are being smart and safe. These are strange, bizarre times. That said, do not give in to fear. I hope that you will use this time that you've been given to do amazing things. To grow away from that person you were and into something else, something and someone better. Move in that direction and you'll see why I personally, I'm hopefully optimistic, (laughs) I guess is the best way to look at it. I'm almost excited by the possibility of the times ahead once we get past this, when I think about the potential positive outcomes of this honestly terrible thing. Let's face it, times are hard, but hard times create hard people, resilient people, strong people. And this situation will let us all truly see who is behind the masks that people wear. Make sure that you will be proud of yourself when this great pandemic of 2020 ends. Make sure that you will be able to tell your grandchildren stories of how you stepped up, how you braved the storm, how you helped your community, how you were an inspiration. If you're looking for things to do from your home, as most of us are, please check out the training videos I've put together which are now ideally suited for each and every one of us training or wanting to train at home so just head to patreon.com and search for warrior's way podcast you'll find a whole lot of things that you can start to use to keep your training where you want it and a whole lot of it I've made free for everyone So just give it a shot, and I'm pretty sure you'll be glad you did. Like I said, patreon.com and look for Warrior's Way Podcast. In keeping with this idea of training through adversity, through tough times and becoming something you wouldn't think possible, we're going to look at one of the most telling stories of what you as a human can do when you put in the time and in the effort. It's both horrible and inspirational. Some people believe that you don't need meditation. I'd say you couldn't be more wrong and more a fool for believing or saying so. Meditation is like going to the gym. It makes the body and mind if practiced properly, completely unshakable. It's the ultimate in anti-fragility training. You might not believe me yet. Maybe you think you know a lot. Maybe you have taken some bad advice. Maybe you listen to your own lies and excuses. So let's listen to this week's story of what training is. And maybe you will think a little differently by the end. On June 11th, 1963, in a heavily trafficked intersection in downtown Saigon, the 67-year-old Buddhist monk Thich Quang Duc self-immolated. Thich means most revered. It's a title given only to spiritual masters. From his home pagoda, Quang Duc drove hundreds of miles to the intersection in Saigon. And there he poured fuel on himself, sat in the lotus position, and lit a match. It was an extreme act in the Buddhist tradition of taking all suffering upon oneself to protest the suffering of others. Quan Duke's protest was against the corrupt regime that controlled South Vietnam. All the while, his disciples prayed and made a cordon around him to prevent police interference, while taking beatings on themselves without striking back, just as the master had taught. Today, a new memorial stands on the street corner where it happened, showing him sitting peacefully amidst flames. Every year for the past 18 years, I've led a group of veterans and civilian pilgrims on a healing and reconciliation journey to Vietnam. We visit the site, meditate, pray, and ask what Quan Duke's sacrifice teaches us. During my first visit almost two decades ago, when the memorial was just a simple marble relief of the monk in meditation, I lit incense and bowed before the altar, and quietly I heard these simple words. When I burn, let me sit. It is most difficult to sit through our pain, sorrow, and suffering without rising up, without striking back, without rejecting it from our hearts through rage, denial, blame, or heedless actions. Buddhism teaches that we should express no violence to any being, it is perhaps our greatest challenge to accept our own pain rather than channeling it back to, into the world. Quan Duke's gesture was surrounded by violent protests. It's true for all of us that we are surrounded by chaos and violence. Challenge to keep our still center. And he did. During my m- most recent visit, I asked in my heart, how can we tolerate the terrible and overwhelming violence and abuse that haunts our countries and our planet today? This time, on the busy urban street corner, made sa- sacred by Kwan Duke's sacrifice, I heard these words, Only universal love transcends endless suffering. The night before his sacrifice, Malcolm Brown, a, jour- a photojournalist, with the Associated Press received an anonymous phone call telling him to be at the street corner the next morning to witness something important. He was there to snap the photo of Quan Duke that shocked the world and it still does. Brown's photo became one of the most iconic and influential of the Vietnam War. A second was of Kim Phuc, the schoolgirl running naked in anguish as napalm scorched her body The third was a South Vietnamese officer as he pulled the trigger and shot a helpless and restrained prisoner in the head. At the time, these photos mobilized anti-war sentiment around the world. In the fire, he remained calm, accepting, immovable. Here in America, there's a popular misconception that Kwan Duke's sacrifice was primarily to protest the immoral war that the United States was waging with increasing cost and violence. This was certainly in the mix of his motivations, but it wasn't his primary drive. The Vietnamese Diem regime was rife with corruption and vicious in its use of police and military violence to stem resistance, maintain power, and control the economy. The Northern Vietnamese called it a puppet regime, an unpopular Catholic president supported by the United States with pressure from the Catholic Church to promote Catholicism in Southeast Asia. Diem rejected and oppressed the country's Buddhists while the northern communists rejected all religion. Quan Duke was defending Buddhism in the most commanding way he could, willingly suffering and dying so others would see his community's pain. As he burned alive, Quan Duke sat. He never cried out. But softly chanted Buddhist sutras. As his body turned to cinder and began to collapse, he reached out an arm to push himself up and keep chanting. In the fire, he remained calm, accepting, and immovable. Since Kwan Duke's demonstration, thousands of protesters have self-emulated for various causes including more than a 100 Tibetans who have burned themselves alive in protest of their homeland since 2009. The Dalai Lama has discouraged Tibetans from such acts as self-emulation today garners little attention from media, and often the demonstrators left alive but horribly maimed. There's one more part of Quan Duke's story, little known but remarkable. After the police took Quan Duke's remains, tens of thousands of Vietnamese rose up in protest, forcing them to return the monks' remains back over to the Buddhists for a proper ceremony. The master's followers reburned his scant remains. At the end, left in the ashen heap, was a heart, black and solid. It had turned to stone and remained behind. The stone heart was taken to a pagoda in Ho Chi Minh City and placed in a special vault. It's preserved there to this day, taken out once a year during a most solemn ceremony. Bôtát means bodhisattva in Vietnamese. A bodhisattva is a being who reaches enlightenment, yet refuses it in order to remain among humanity until we are all enlightened together. Bôtát is one who could, le- could leave but stays and suffers for the rest of us. The people of Vietnam have conferred the title of Bo Tat to Quan Duke. As I sat at the corner, I heard as if from Quan Duke himself, You must love life and this world so much. Open your heart so wide that your personal suffering does not matter. Open your heart so wide that it encompasses the world and all that is in it, even those who have hurt or wronged you. These are difficult lessons that I learned from my time in Vietnam. There the people I met greeted me with love despite the horror my countrymen visited upon them. Today I believe that as we face and heal our own troubled times, we must seek to achieve such love. This is from the magazine Lion's Roar in an article written by Edward Tick. And all I can say is wow. I myself first heard of Kwon Duke back in 1992 when I saw the album cover of the Rage Against the Machine album. It was a time when I was getting seriously immersed in Zen, and two years away from my own taking of lay ordination vows and thinking seriously of becoming a Buddhist monk, which I'd later decide against mostly due to the fact that my view of Buddhism or any way of life is that the training has to be part of life and be able to integrate itself into it, rather than pulling you out of it. I saw the album, and I found out that the story was this sad, amazing, and yeah, (laughs) very inspiring story of a man who was so unfragile in his depth of meditation, so tough beyond anything I have ever experienced or personally witnessed. Say what you want, all of you meditation detractors or people who don't see any value in it, but Tik quan duke to me at least, is the poster boy of what meditation's value actually is. We aren't talking about stress relief or seeing pretty colors. We're talking about being disciplined and so deep in your meditation practice that being burned to death doesn't even faze you. <laughs> I've been meditating daily for over 30 years. And while a Zen master once told me I sit like a mountain, I admit that when my foot falls asleep or I need to use the facilities, I often take care of what needs to be done and then get back to sitting down to continue. My foot asleep or whatever else seems ridiculous now. Next to his end master who's on fire and just sitting like it's nothing. Who is next to death from the flames and props himself back up to keep going. To be unshakable, undefeatable right until the end. It's hard to comprehend it. But you don't think you have the time to spend learning how to meditate. You don't think you can deal with the emotions, the thoughts, the baggage, or the boredom that rises to the surface. You don't think that meditation will change your life in any way. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Where we are right now, socially isolated and cut off from the world we used to have, the world we probably still cling to, is exactly the right time to get yourself down to embedding in your life a daily meditation practice. Buddhism has for thousands of years now taught that life is suffering, but that there is a way to move past that. And meditation is that key. True meditation must be done. Now, I'm not saying you ever need or should want to have a practice that allows you to be burned alive. I sure don't. And while I admire the depth of his practice, I feel that someone like Tikwan Duke could have taught so much to people if he had lived. I mean, imagine what he knew. There's a loss there that makes the story even more tragic and inspiring. He knew, and I mean in his bones, that the mind that stops craving pleasure and fearing pain becomes utterly free. Utterly free. Sometimes when I'm doing jiu-jitsu and someone is trying to do their best to hurt me or submit me, that person or sometimes someone nearby will say, do you realize your eyes are closed and you're smiling? To which I usually respond, of course. Or maybe, I guess they'll have to try harder. <laughs> now, it isn't that the elbow in my throat or the choke isn't doing its job. But I find that jujitsu, when applied through the lens of meditation, is meditation. In-your-face meditation. Meditation of the transient nature of pain, of suffering, of everything. When you do jiu-jitsu in this way, and detach your ego, defend, smile, and breathe, there is no different than the Zen meditation I've been doing for 30 years now. Actually, it is Zen. It is meditation. Everything is meditation when you look at it right. Ultimately, life is about figuring some things out, Meditation is going to be a key vehicle to getting you to where you want to go. Or you can just keep being led around by the nose through your life and miss out on everything that is important. The choice is yours. I know what I'll be doing. And I'm pretty sure I know what tick would likely smile and quietly suggest to you. So how about you get after it? cool all right let's go on to the question of the week Uh, this is from tony who is saying what am i supposed to do about paying my dues to my dojo when the pandemic is going on i mean i paid a train but we aren't well the answer to this question is pretty simple unless you're completely broke in which case I hope you let your teacher know, you have to ask yourself if you believe in your school and believe you want to see it there when all of this ends. You might not have the money, and that's understandable, but what you don't want to do is not pay and simply expect that others will or that you don't have any reason to do so. In a time like this, the true nature of a person comes out. You're the kind of person, or are you, I should say, the kind of person who is there for others? Are you the kind of person who supports others? The kind of person who wants to make sure what matters is there for everyone? Or are you more worried about the $100 or whatever you're paying, um, that it's going to be you know, doing something in your bank account? Just sitting there, most likely? Um. N- None of us know how long this is going to go on for. None of us knows what the world is going to be like when the dust settles. Investing some of our own money to make sure that at least our dojo, or our gym, our school, our academy, is there when we get the green light to get back and train with one another, is going to be seen by some as one of the most important things in life. If you don't see this yet, hopefully you are just looking at it as someone who maybe is new to training, someone who doesn't quite get it yet. <laughs> um, if you aren't, and you're simply seeing things from a us versus them kind of standpoint, well, it's kind of a sad thing. And I hope that one day you'll see things differently. The one defining thing about this whole plague has been that we are all in this together, and we are only going to get through it together. If we act from a place of greed and self, selflessness, or I should say not selflessness, greed and selfishness, well, not only will this go on and on, but there's going to be a price to be paid for that kind of reaction, which is far more than your modest fees to your dojo. So... My suggestion is if you can swing it, ensure that your school is going to be there when it all ends. Make sure your teachers are okay. This is probably hard on them too. Imagine everything that's on their shoulders. Do this and you're going to be glad you did. And that much I'm sure of. Good question. Just think about it. And think about all the things we do in these times actually. Supporting your school is kind of just one piece of a far bigger picture. And I think we're going to end it there. So, like I said, uh, check out patreon.com and look for Warrior's Way Podcast. I have a whole bunch of free videos there um, to help you continue your training. And I imagine most of your schools are doing similar type things too. So, use everything that you can. You don't realize how lucky you are in these days. Days that we have the ability to uh, just go on the internet and find these cool videos and keep our training up. Something I didn't have when I was a kid. Uh, If you like these podcasts that I do, check out the books that I've written. You can find them on Amazon. Uh, There's a couple of them there. Wolf in the Woods and Warrior's Way. Um, If you want to see what I'm up to, look for Eek Academy on Instagram. And look for the Warrior's Way podcast on Facebook. We've got a page there. And with that, I'm going to head on out into the sunset. I'll talk to you next time. In the meantime, train hard, have fun, be an awesome friend, and make a difference in this world. Thanks.